1: What's up, Halo fam? Halo Joe here. Just wanted to thank each and every one of you for checking out this new episode. Make sure to keep it tuned here to Halos in the infields baseball network all season long as we drop content every day. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also make sure to crack the like button and leave a comment. Make sure you also smash that bell icon to be notified every time we drop an episode or go live. Also check us out on our other platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. We can also be found on Apple Pod, PodBeam, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Don't forget to leave that five-star review. Thank you again, Halo fam. And with that, let's get this show on the road.
2: Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox here from the Halos in the Infield podcast. The Dangerous Trio is here. Uh, My name is Todd Fox, of course, along with...
0: (laughs) The Lone Star Janitor, Fernando, who's got his broom out. For any of you guys listening on audio, it's a tiny broom. It's a little broom. Don't talk about my broom, though. I'm a little self-conscious about it.
2: <laughs> it's all about the motion in the ocean and what he does with the broom. Uh,
0: all okay. about yeah. Yeah. how you use your broom that matters. No,
3: oh, this is awful. And this is Courtney, the trash halo.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or, what do you
0: use to take care of your trash, Courtney? Breaking out the brooms. We're Uh-oh. breaking out the brooms here. We got a sweep, guys.
2: We yes, Everyone sweep. has
0: a broom except Todd yeah
2: you don't know you don't want to know where mine when he started balding you don't know where my broom is right now i don't want to tell you so um so currently we uh we come off a a road trip we finish out the road trip we're going to preview that or not preview we're going to discuss that and then we're going to preview the homestand which is the texas two-step a little backwards because it's usually houston then texas but it's texas now houston and both those teams are actually good, and we'll talk about that uh, moving forward. We might get into the Houston series, but we're definitely going to cover the Texas series. And if you haven't used that promo, we just gave away a free jersey tonight. So go to Halos in the infield uh, under uh, 714 Tickets, put in the promo code Halos in the infield, and boom, you have a, a entered into Mays uh, running for a jersey of your choice, or take the stock one that we have. So you have two options. Who so won it? Huh? Uh, let's see I'll get his name right now I messaged him and he actually I- he didn't messaged. want the stocked one that I had he actually took the um what is it called uh what's his name he actually took the um uh, he didn't want the throwback but he took a city connect so that works oh, out man,
0: you the, did you get it Brett Phillips city connect at least
2: it's Chris Alcantor Chris Alcantor was a winner oh
0: did he pick a did he pick the uh, Brett Phillips city connect
2: <laughs> no, he actually wanted a plain one. So, there you go. I, I said you, you know. could put a number on it, name, whatever. He's like, nah, I'll take it plain,
3: just in case anybody gets Planky. traded."
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I always think of it that way too. I put my name on the back, so I'm like, "Well, I'm never going to get traded, so keep it." Oh, that way. We don't know that. <laughs> whatever, dude. I might trade
0: you to the Mariners, page.
2: Uh, here we go. Here we go. We're just losing Especially people left right. better yeah <laughs> Uh, All right, well, let's get started. Uh, You guys want to touch on that uh, St. Louis series that uh, you guys are talking about with that broom?
0: Yep. All right, so game one, the Angels won 5-1 against the now extremely struggling St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, Stephen Matz got the start for the Cardinals and for our Angels, Courtney's Patrick Sandoval. Mm -hmm. not only got the start but he got the win he even got a little bit of run support which is extremely uncharacteristic honestly he was probably offended by the run support (laughs) he pitched five innings got three hits gave up one run it was earned he walked three struck out four and his season era folks is down to 2.93 guys what did you guys see out of patrick sandoval how do you feel about patrick sandoval who's now three and one Honestly, I think he's flirting with a career-high already in wins. I, I obviously <laughs> say that sarcastically. I mean, the guy barely has double-digit win total for his entire career. Courtney? Yeah,
3: definitely. I think it's just one of those things where I'm glad he got the win. Um, obviously, a little shaky start at the beginning. Um, I hate to see Sandwall and Otani because I, I noticed both of them kind of doing it, getting really high up in the pitch count, um, especially early in the game. Um, I think walks is something that kills us. Um, you know, but it was good that he just had that run support. Of course, I think one of the things we always complain about is just not having enough run support, um, having five runs, I think is okay, but sometimes with certain teams, you just don't know. Um, thankfully with the Cardinals having those five runs was definitely okay for that day. Um, but overall, I mean, still a solid start by Sandoval, um, you know, defense was there for him. So Overall good start. And I was very happy.
2: Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, he, he tended to throw a few more pitches than he had to, but I mean, he's fine tuning his stuff. He looks really uh, good. And he did what he had to do against a Cardinal team that came in 10 and 19 before that. And we're not used to seeing him like that. And when I looked at their lineup, I, I didn't do, do too much scouting uh, on them. You know, hitting wise, I kind of focused on their pitching uh, on our last podcast. But when I looked at their lineup, I'm like, man, it's really only three guys. And, uh, you know, it's Contreras, um, Arenado, and, uh, and Goldschmidt, and the rest are just guys. And, uh, boy, yeah, they played like it the entire series.
0: I don't know, man. Tell me Edmonds a very serviceable um, utility man. Uh, you know, he's a career 270, 280 kind of guy. He's going to be fine. Wilson Contreras is still one of the most well-known catchers out there in baseball. It's not like he's just a guy. You know, maybe he's not the Wilson Contreras of the World Series champion Cubs, but, you know, he's still obviously a menace out there. We saw how he handles his his at-bats the entire series. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. where he was kind of playing those mind games where he was kind of in the box, but he kind of wasn't. He was paying enough attention where they weren't giving him a strike because he was standing, facing the pitcher. So they can't be like, well, you're not ready. So, I mean that was frustrating phil nevin phil nevin called him out a couple times i think o'tani might have even called him out on it yeah, yeah I, I think i did notice that um got got a little chirpy in
3: there a little bit um i think it's just one of those things where there there is a fine and thin line um because like you said he hypothetically speaking he is facing the pitcher um yep. you know so you can't call you can't call a strike on him cuz he he's facing him um, you know, you he's at attention. Yeah, he's at attention. Like, who's who's to say? Like the umpire, or whoever, who's to say? Like, oh, well, he's he's not ready. He doesn't look ready. How do you know what ready looks like? He's facing him like that. <laughs> Hypothetically, that's the only criteria. Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's it's a very fine and thin line.
0: Yeah, because for anybody wondering what we're talking about, who might not have watched the game, so what happens is he has his back foot planted, but he's kind of like leaning backwards. You know, kind of like when you take you know, if you ever play baseball or softball in your life, sometimes you kind of like step with your, your back foot still playing it, but you know, you have the back kind of on your shoulder and you're kind of like processing like, okay, that was a fastball down to the zone, whatever, like what's coming next. So he's kind of doing that thing. He's still facing the pitcher, but you know, like Courtney said, I mean, the umpire can't be like, well, he's not ready. It's like, I mean, look at the way Anthony Rendon sits in the batter's box. He like leans back and he's like stroking his bat on his chest. Like, in theory, you can make the argument that he's not ready, though he's facing it, he's standing at attention, and that's his natural batting stance. Until the pitch comes, then he kind of sets up to his real batting stance. But, you know, where do the lines get blurred, right?
2: Yeah. It's all, its all, I think, a learning experience. I think the with the new um, rules, all this stuff is going to get ironed out, what you can and can't do. I'm sure they're going to look at these individual bats, the complaints, because these they're they're all going to go to the league office, so maybe there's going to be stricter stuff. I don't know about more precisely what you can and can't do moving forward.
0: Yeah, it's trial and error for sure. But let's get one thing straight. and I'm sure we can all agree with this. The pitch clock's here to stay. it's yeah. not going anywhere. It seems to be popular. You know, I, I know we're all kind of baseball purists. We love baseball for what it is. I don't care if the baseball game is six hours. I'm, I'm I'm let's let's you know let's ride. But at the end of the day. I don't hate the pitch clock. Like I thought I would, I kind of like it.
2: Yeah. I agree. When when I'm watching, I can kind of be like, okay, you know, I, I like it. The games are more smoother, faster. That's why the ratings are up. But when you're there in the stadium, it does kind of cheapen the experience because it just, it goes by yeah. so quick.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think literally. Baseball, yeah. Like, I think the baseball fan in me, um, I'm not seeing it hypothetically right now, just because, but although we have seen it a couple of times where you, you know, you have that emotional moment. I think, uh, Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh guy, the 33 year old who finally made it, you know, thankfully, I think they gave him his moment, you know, they gave him his ovation, but I, um, other than that, I think in the, where it's really, you're where you're going to see it count the most is in playoff, like big playoff games. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think Bryce Harper is one of them where he takes a long time in the box. You know, he takes a long time getting up to the box. Um, you know, a hitter, at least from a hitter standpoint, you want your time up there because, you know, it is a high pressure situation, a clutch situation, if you will. Um Let's (laughs) let's
2: get into the definition of clutch.
3: Clutch is. I'm just kidding.
2: Um (laughs) yes, please don't.
3: It's like a little purse, right? (laughs) Yes. Um But I think it's just one of those things where, um, you know, again, I, as of right now, I can't say that I absolutely hate it. I can't necessarily say that I love it either. Um, it's just kind of like, meh, it's here. Um, when I do go to a game, I could definitely see the pace of, you know, pace being faster, uh, which does kind of suck because, you know, obviously, well, at least for me, I'm there for the environment. I'm there, you know, to interact with fans. I'm there to watch the game, you know, eat my food, be fat, all of it. And if I'm only spending like two hours in a stadium compared to three, that's like, you know, a bucket less of my cookies that I can eat. So it's a little disheartening right now, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, it definitely cheapens the experience of being at a ball game for sure. If you're watching on TV, you can, you might be able to see the benefit of it. But yeah, I mean, you know, when I went to that Phillies game, I got in line and I literally missed like two and a half innings just waiting for food. It's like, that sucks.
2: Yeah. The consensus is now at least at angel stadium, when I've been there, a lot of people like to just get their food right before the state, before the game. Usually the lines weren't that bad before the national anthem and everything. Now they're like long, they're friggin' long uh, because a lot of people will just want to get their grub on, get their kids some snacks for later, or they might trade, you know, uh, trust the vendors more like a couple of vendors that were in our section ran out of stuff twice because people just don't want to get up because they're going to miss some action.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's uh, I wonder if that's something the angels and maybe like owners will consider. Like I, you know how like they have those seats in the two hundreds where uh, it's, it's the three hundreds, the club yes, level, 300 chest where, okay. Yeah. Not the eight hundreds, like Roger Lodge's blimp. Oh, you wouldn't but, get uh, anything
2: up there. You get pigeon poo. That's about it.
0: And John Stamos hair gel, but uh <laughs> You know, in those sections, like you have a waiter or a waitress. I wonder if that almost becomes a more normal thing now where like you can order something on your phone, which I know that's normal, but you have to go pick it up. But now I wonder if like they have waiter, waitresses and runners that care and take it to you. Why? Because people don't want to get up now. People are willing to maybe pay an extra two or $3 to not get up. I am. I'm a Ooh. creature of convenience. I'm not. You're already
3: charging me twenty dollars for parking, asshole. I'm not. Nah, not at that uh, point, call out. Here's
0: fifty dollars. No, I'm not version? paying
3: another two to three dollars just so somebody can walk my food to me. If I want to be that fat and eat, <sighs> I, I will go walk too.
0: Courtney, I'm the asshole who literally DoorDash's food when it's like a two minute drive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am that person. Like, I'm paying like only an extra two or three dollars for that item. I'm paying, you know, for the tip. I'm paying for the tax.
3: I'm pay on a school salary, okay? I'm on a school salary. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag pay teachers more. I don't think it's a controversial stance. Teachers and Thank faculty more. You. <laughs> Thank you. Todd yes. doesn't agree with my social stance.
2: No, I say strap them up as well. Give them give them weapons. No, just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might be the most Texas thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah! Oh, no.
3: It's
2: yeah, like but a- don't date
0: a girl with an Ultima. There you go. Or a Kia Soul. <laughs> no Kia Soul. Dude, nothing was worse than on that post game where, like, people were naming, like, "Well, never date a woman with this car, this car. And I'm like, God damn, I've dated a woman with every single one of these cars. What's wrong? Where did you guys get this script?
2: <laughs> I know. He was like, should I try the bus pass next time? <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think you were on the post-game show, Courtney, because I think that was the night you had your midterm. And that's what I said. I was like, should I start dating women with bus passes? <laughs> 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 literally, Courtney, every single car they were naming, I've dated a woman with that car and it didn't work out. I'm telling you, the
3: the most dangerous woman is a woman with a Nissan Altima. The, do not Ooh. trust that woman
0: ever. You literally just described the most recent girl, the one who you said a child. See? Exactly. For the record, she's 25, folks. She wasn't an actual child, so oh, don't, don't come after me. She was 25 years
2: old. Let's get to baseball. No. <laughs>
0: people like the bar stool segments.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: Hey, how many comments did we get from people saying that la- the last episode you and I did was the funniest one we've ever done?
2: Oh, I know. That was. We were on point in that one. We were having our frat boy moments.
0: Oh. <laughs> there you go. Where's my truly? <laughs> <laughs> the pretty boys drink nowadays trulies and white claws
2: yeah white claws are the
0: are the best halos in the infield we'll be right back after these messages
1: make sure you check out our sponsor over at 714 tickets they take pride in providing their customers with transparent pricing and excellent service with 714 tickets you don't have to worry about hidden fees or surprises at checkout the price you see is the price you pay Plus, our team is dedicated to ensuring that you have the best shopping experience possible. And as a special thank you, we're offering a 10% discount on your purchase as well as entering you in a drawing for a free Halo's jersey. Also, 5% cash back on your purchase. Only when you use the promotional code, HITI, at checkout. That's H-I-T-I, HITI. Get ready to shop with confidence and discover great deals today over at 714-TICKETS.
0: If I have to drink an alcoholic beverage and convince myself that does taste like guava, blueberry juice, like that, then it doesn't taste like the flavor. I'm just saying.
2: I've never trusted those. They always smell great, but they never taste great.
0: No, they
3: don't.
2: That's what she said. (laughs) Oh, anyway, (laughs) it was good for the angels to have two games in a row where they led from start to finish. Cause that Suarez start was start to finish. And this one was Sandoval was start to finish. Got a little dicey at the end, but the save for Mr. Estevez, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: Oh, and another news. Kejada needs Tommy John.
2: Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you for throwing
3: that
0: one out there. I forgot about that.
3: You're welcome. Yep. Another one, another one for Tommy John out of the angels. Bullpen angels pitchers. We love Correct. that. We love that for us
2: correct um good news is that's the best stayed hot yeah it's the best stays hot we got the second win in a row and we even the road trip at that point at two and two so what happened in game two in game two our boy otani went out there to
0: pitch uh I'm not gonna say he got lit up but it wasn't his best performance mm-hmm Arguably it's one of his worst performances we've seen in a while. And before you guys come at me, keep in mind an Otani quote unquote worst performance entails 13 strikeouts. So I understand what that means. But he did give up two home runs. We normally don't see Otani do that. He only went five innings. Uh, he only walked one, which was a positive. But four earned runs for Otani, that's not great. That's not what you want to see. Keep in mind. Before his last start, his ERA was under one. He's now up to 2.54. I get it. That's still great. We're still in the Cy Young conversation. But, you know, that's not what you want out of your ace, but you got the win. Pitched well enough to get the win, so kudos.
3: Yeah, I think one thing that was very interesting, not necessarily concerning, he actually had a lot a lot of wild pitches that game. mm mm-hmm. uh, I think it was obviously out of character of him. Um, I don't know. I want to say, is that the first time we've ever been to Cardinal stadium?
2: Like no. in a while? Uh, we haven't been there. Well, it's the
3: first time
0: he's ever pitched there.
3: Yeah. That... It's the first time he's pitched there.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you
3: know it's not in general, but um, cause I think our commentators or somebody actually made, made note that Otani was out there after Sandoval's game. The first day, Otani knew he was going to start. So he was out at the pitching mound looking i guess at the depth perception or basically something that dealt with how far the mound is you know on home plate and getting that visual and i think canning was out there with him, or one of our other pitchers i was canning. yeah it was going to be the first time it was going to be the first time that both of them were going to be pitching on this mound um so i do think that i guess maybe you know pitching in a new stadium Is actually more important than what we think. Um, A lot of people want to say, well, all ballparks are the same. And I can tell you that that is not the case. Um, You know, just because hypothetically speaking, even though the measurements are the same, that doesn't mean every ballpark is the same, especially when you're looking at um, your death perception. Um, So I think maybe that could have had something to do with it. Also, um, you know, we had Wallach back there for Otani. Um, Not to say that Wallach isn't a great catcher. I mean, he's definitely stepped up for what we need him to be right now. Um, But I think you could just tell that maybe the communication between those two were off. Um, You know, obviously just having that flow between your pitcher and your catcher, especially your ace pitcher at that. Um, So again, the wild pitches were just a little bit interesting, kind of got concerning there because I think he almost threw like two back to back. Um, But I think thankfully the runner got stranded at third. Um, But I think it's just something of note. But of course, you know, again, we got the win, so definitely not complaining. And again, even for a worse start, he still had 13 strikeouts. So there's that.
2: Yeah. To piggy- piggyback off what you said, I mean, here's stats right here. He started seven games. He's got four quality starts already. He's four and uh, you know, uh, could have been five and O, but fell behind, but in 39 innings pitch so far, he's only allowed 16 hits, 11 runs, only four home runs allowed, 59 strikeouts in 39 innings. So he's uh, striking out 13 on average, which is what he got. The only concerning thing, again, I'll agree with Courtney, is he's leading the team in walks. Or actually, no, he's second on the team in walks to Reed Detmier's. uh Detmieres has 31 walks. Um, oh, no, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's strikeouts. No, he actually is leading the team in walks. So, yes, he has 18 walks right now in the 39 innings. So it's a little high for him. So he's been a, a bit wild at times. He's kind of over, you know, put some guys on when he shouldn't. But we're we're, we're really reaching for something if we're trying to, like, break down or, or make it look like he has a weakness. Because even with that 2.54 ERA raising to what it was, uh, like Fernando said, it was minuscule before. And he's pitching, like, Cy Young status right now. And And this is, I think, just a hiccup. And he'll get back to allowing two runs or less again. And we're going to be singing his praises. And and, and again, we were singing his praises anyway on the post game because we were like, damn, worst start, four four runs allowed, 13 strikeouts. So take that any day, you know, from any one of our other pitchers. But uh, he's a phenom for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy he helped us get that win because we didn't even talk about the other part of the game. This game was like cut in two, you know what I mean? Two different stories. Yeah.
0: I'm- Shohei Otani, I mean, we're just at the point now where the guy has proven that he's just a literal freak. You know, he's a freak of nature. He's literally something. I'm so tired of these Babe Ruth comparisons. They're, they're, they are not the same person. They are not the same athlete. These guys aren't even in the same universe. Babe Ruth was playing against a bunch of plumbers. Shohei Otani is playing against some of the best baseball players on the planet. And he did the same thing in Japan with basically, you know, the second best players in the planet. Honestly, you might be able to make an argument that he might have had a lot more competition over there. I mean, remember, Japan keeps winning the World Baseball Classic. They won three of them. That counts for something. Maybe the MLB has a better talent pool, but the MPB isn't far behind. So Shabu Yotani has consistently competed with the best of the best. And not to mention when he was in the World Baseball Classic, he dominated there too. I don't know what more this guy has to prove. Um, you just you just can't cheer against this guy, dude. Literally, I've never met a single person who's like, I hate Shohei Otani.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't give you a reason to hate him.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, he, honestly, if this guy would have gone up and been a Dodger or a Yankee, God forbid, you know, it still would have been hard to hate the guy because the guy, he's a good guy. He's a humble kid. He looks like he wants to be there. He works hard his work ethic's unmatched, man. I mean, we know people in the dugout in the organization and people say this guy's grinding away all the time. There is a lot of big players in this organization who don't grind all the time. They, you know, they show up, they collect their paycheck. They're great players, but imagine how much better they would be if they put in the work, this guy puts in the work and there's a reason is he's, he's as good as he is. Definitely. Exactly. I
3: mean, all those years of practicing, even the, I think they said that like when he when he does the days that he does pitch and uh, hit for himself he literally just goes home and sleeps (laughs) like he gets his rest like this all this guy does is literally just play baseball like that's all he could think about which is great you know I'm not saying that's a bad thing but that just shows you know all obviously all his hard work paying off but the fact that you know he wants to continue to be great it's I don't I definitely don't think he's at point where he can just like you know slack off or like not do any of those things like he's going to continue to do do these things just because that's in his nature um and it's really great and i think we should take advantage of that as long as he's an angel
0: absolutely yeah he's got two or three more solid years of of potentially being this otani you know father Time's undefeated there there will be a day where we no longer see otani be a pitcher and a hitter but you know, as of right now, no matter what, whether he's an angel or whatever else, I mean, it it we have to appreciate Otani for what he is. I mean, it took a player like Otani to almost make people forget about Mike Trout. No disrespect to Mike Trout. Mike Trout is the GOAT for a reason. He is the best player from, you know, start to, you know, at this point of his career that I've gotten to see from the beginning. Yeah, you know, I would have probably said Albert Pujols from beginning to end because you know i saw his entire career but i mean you know albert pujols wasn't ever as fast as mike trout was there was a depth there, there was a level to Pujols's game that trout possesses that Pujols never did uh and now we're going to be able to say that about showy otani it's all said and done you know Shohei otani is the kind of guy you tell your kids about he's the kind of person you tell your grandkids about you know in 20 or 30 years when your grandkids ask you a question you know like oh this otani guy you'll you know you're gonna be like, man, I remember that watching him play at the big A. I re- I was there when he got his first hit in Oakland in 2018. I was there when he hit his first home run in 2018 against the Guardians. The sorry, back then they were
2: still the Windians. Oh, the Ohio team. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: yeah. the real one. Todd got lost.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't know who you're talking about there. Um, yeah, I mean, the- <laughs> you're yeah. for a reason. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. The Angels, they they do have one of the most generational players not named Mike Trout on their team, along with Mike Trout. And uh, Shohei Otani, you know, he'll bring the fans in no matter what, and uh, you put him on a Wednesday start, it'll be packed house, uh, as it was in, in St. Louis. And the St. Louis fans were actually shocked that they had a 4-3 lead. The bullpen was holding it down on both sides. And then something strange happened in ninth in the ninth inning. I mean, there was some word that we we kick around a lot that starts with a C and ends with an H. It happened a couple times in that in that ninth inning. What happened in Fernando? I kind of forgot.
0: It was K and ended with an
2: H. Or was it? A kulosh? No, it was it was but, a C. It was
0: a C. Uh, I think the word you're looking for is clutch.
2: Yes, there it is. There it
3: is.
2: (laughs) That's a word we haven't heard a a lot recently, but basically, Jake Lamb pinch hit and he hit a solo blast. And right away, I was thinking, oh crap, we're going to get into the ghost runner aspect of the game here pretty soon if we don't take the lead. And then uh, a guy by Nelson. Which for us means an automatic loss. Exactly. And then uh, this scrub or whatever named Nelson came up who, not really all that good in the clutch. And uh, he hit one over the fence. That was surprising.
0: Yeah, good thing it came through. If not, I would have had some emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that.
3: it's definitely one of those
0: things where um,
3: you know we give credit where credit is due. At least I do. Um, you know, Trout came in clutch finally for once. Um, you know it, and it it paid off. So I definitely shut up that game um you know because if it wasn't one if it wasn't for lamb for even coming in with that pinch hit home run you know obviously that that's what started but the mm-hmm. fact that trout came in right after that of course you know credit where credit is due both of them you know did a really good job um and not to say that we've ever called and i really can't remember any of us ever calling mike trout or saying that he sucked and again mark it, book it put it down we have never ever said that mike trout sucks Uh, We all know that Mike Trout is a great hitter. You know, he, I would like to say that most of the time he has great plate appearances. It's not like he's going down one, two, three. Um, It's just that in clutch situations where we are either down or we need the go ahead run a lot of times, especially in the eighth or ninth innings, Trout does not come in clutch, but he did this game and it was really great. So And we were able to pull off the sweep. It was amazing. And everybody is happy down in Anaheim.
0: Yeah, very seldom is Trout the reason why we win one of those late inning games where he's the one who comes through with the hits. He's very, very good at getting on base in those situations. And he's very, very good at giving the guy behind him a chance. And I understand that that is part of that definition of clutch. Yeah, cool. Are you good at getting on base? Cool. Yeah, but you know, let's just say you get on base there, and the guy behind you is the one who hits the walk off. I mean, nobody's really going to talk about the fact that you're the reason why the walk off happened. People would be like, oh yeah, cool, Trout got on base, but you know, Pujols who hit behind him was the reason why we won that game. Yeah, you know, or whoever is hitting behind him, Otani's the reason why we hit we won that game. But you know, hey, you know, Trout needed to get on base to do it. Yeah, it's part of the process, but. You know, people don't talk about part of the process. They talk about the one who came through to win that game. And in this case, I Trout was the reason why we won the game, came through. And, and, you know, and Lamb played a very, very big thing too. He, he, you know, there is no way any of us were excited when Lamb came out on the on-deck circle. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, I I was expecting, you know, if anything, just get on base, work a walk or get a single, hopefully, you know, to give Trout an opportunity because, I mean – as much as we said, man, he's not coming through in the clutch. We're, we want him up there. Those are your big guns, him and Trout, him and Otani. Yeah. You know, recently Otani's been getting more hot in, with runners in scoring position since the last home stand. But before, I mean, again, Trout wasn't hitting in those situations. But still, who? If you ask any Angel fan, who do you want up in the ninth inning to bring you back or to to tie the game? You're gonna say, hey, man, if we could have the two, three, four hitters up there meaning Trout leading off or, or, you know, whatever. Just give Trout and Otani a chance if they have to bat last, you know, and second to last. That's what you want. And so it's not like we don't want these guys in clutch situations. We want them to succeed. So, yes, it was great to see him come through. It was awesome to see him come through because it was a pleasant surprise. You hope that he could feed off of that. And Phil Nevin was like, man, I'm feeling so much emotion on this one. I'm so happy for your Trout. Day off tomorrow. Yeah. So don't continue that momentum, Nelson. You get the day off.
0: We exactly. Uh, let's talk about some guy who came out of the bullpen of this game and has been doing great. Chase Silseth. Two innings pitched. His ERA remains at 0. 0.0. You guys like what you guys see out of Chase? Yeah. I'm definitely surprised,
3: to be honest. Because um, I wasn't he being used as a starter, if I'm
0: not mistaken? correct yes he is primarily a starter yes
3: yeah so I do think maybe at least the mentality of a pitcher maybe that could be a little bit off-putting um you know knowing that you're gonna be a bullpen pitcher instead of a starter the way you've basically been doing the past couple years but um I think he's adjusted very well um and I'm honestly surprised uh but he's doing well and I honestly have no critiques um I just I'm honestly just surprised to be honest
2: I am too. the The fact that he's getting so many ground balls, uh, they're really not hitting anything in the air off of him yet, and he's not a, uh, effectively wild like he was last year. He's more on point. I was wrong. I I thought he would be much better as a starter, and, and I was really balking at the fact that they're using him as a reliever. Like, come on, guys! Like, like, are we really, really going to do this? Stretch a dude out and then put him in the bullpen? But. You can't knock it until it blows up. And right now, I mean, they're calling all the right shots, it seems. Uh, Silseth has been pitching far better than I thought out of the bullpen.
0: Okay, let's talk about one bad move that was made uh, prior to this game. Ryan Tapera was reactivated. Him and his 9.00 ERA after this uh, game where he did pitch one scoreless inning. But the biggest news that came out was Andrew Wants being sent down. And obviously, yes, I get it. It's because he has options, and almost nobody else in the bullpen has those options. Were you guys pretty bummed that Wants got sent down, who's been arguably our best bullpen arm uh in exchange for Ryan Tapera, who's been one of our more inconsistent arms? Him and his butt buddy Aaron Judge, or Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron Loop. <laughs>
3: i mean it's definitely disheartening i understand you know the schematics schematics of it um you know he's the only one with options but at the same time i think we're gonna start seeing we're gonna have to start seeing those those tougher decisions being made um we can't necessarily look at the potential of somebody anymore um like oh well they have the potential of being this and i feel like we're still giving that to tapera um we're still trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. you know, that I know this isn't the first time he's been on the IL, probably won't be the last time he's on the IL. Um, you know, so at some point we kind of have to just make those cutthroat decisions of, you know, who are we going to option? Who are we going to DFA? Um, and kind of quit giving people chances. I'm kind of not sold on Pera anymore. I feel like, you know, I just, I'm kind of done with them. Um, you know, I like Wance, I like Moore, um, you know, And Estevez is definitely proving himself. So, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of just over to Para at this point. So I definitely didn't like that move of sending down Wance because that, you know, why are you going to send down one of your better, one of your, one of your better and best bullpen arms at this moment in time?
0: Somebody brought up a really good point to Todd in the post-game show. And I know Todd talked a little bit about it on the post-game show. By the way, check out his post-game shows if you haven't already. Um, that Harry is very quick to get rid of people's mistakes who weren't his. Billy Epler's mistakes in the form of Justin Upton, um, you know, Albert Pujols, F you guys, we don't need you guys, bye. But his mistakes in the form of, you know, Aaron Loop and Ryan Tapera, here's a longer leash, bro. Keep going, keep going, no problem. We're going to ride the – until, you know, the the wheels fall off this wagon. I mean, both of those guys' time here in – angel red has been broken. I mean, you know, these guys are more broken than my last marriage and Perry just keeps giving them, you know, excuses and lifelines when in reality, like that's not what this team needs. Like it's, it's an unserious move for a team that needs to be in a serious situation. We need to treat this season. Like it's our last because in the grand scheme of things, it kind of is if Otani leaves, we might be talking about a potential rebuild possibility here.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're gonna need all hands on deck right now, and you're getting—I, you know, you're getting guys like Austin Warren going down. Like we already brought up, uh, you know, uh, stretching the bullpen a little thin as far as like guys with experience. We lost Kaheda. Uh Jamie Hergert's down the minors, but we've gotten lucky with Matt Moore. Chris Davinsky's another one of these reclamation projects that's actually working out. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm Ryan Tapera um, and loop. I mean, I, I can't really sit there and say, Hey, you know what tapera's still solid in that eighth inning role. Now I'm starting to reconsider and be like, well, right now, Matt Moore has been pretty hot in that eighth inning spot in front of Estevez. Yeah. So we're going to go to Tapera." and then, and don't even try to sell me on loop right now. I mean, guy, again, the last 18 innings pitched by the bullpen, the only one to give up any earned runs has been loop two runs today.
0: Yeah, he has not been doing well at all. You know, he's pitching scared.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the issue. That's definitely the issue there. He's pitching so scared because, you know, that's
2: what they do. He must be hungry. (laughs) Dude,
0: I want to imagine, it's like in his head, he's, oh my God, it's a curveball. Ah! Ah!" He throws a curveball. Oh my God, here comes a changeup. Here it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I imagine. Like the inside of his head.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just like that guy from the bench warmers who like lives underneath the staircase.
3: Oh, the one that's afraid of the sun.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what's going on in his mind. He's like, Oh my god, here comes the curveball."
2: <laughs> but you know, it's it's funny because I mean, like at some point it's gonna weigh on some of these pitchers that do have options because they're gonna feel they're better than some of these veterans that are on the squad. And I hope it doesn't get to them like that because you do have some pitchers on this squad that are doing really good and and uh you know maybe we have some of the minors dude huh
0: who still has options in the bullpen i can't imagine estevez does and i mean if if estevez gets option if he does have any left dude i'm we're driving down to the stadium we're going to riot i'll be there in 20 hours
2: i'm looking Um, right now i i don't really see anybody unless tucker davidson but i don't even think he has any
0: No, Tucker Davis is out of options, which is why he made the team out of camp. Because remember, he did not have an amazing spring training. He didn't have a bad spring training, but it wasn't amazing. Matt Moore doesn't have any. Jaime Barilla doesn't have any. I know Jose Suarez is still in the starting rotation, but he doesn't have any. Silseth does, but I think he got called up to put some pressure on Suarez. Uh, Let's see, who else am I missing? Obviously, Tapera doesn't have any. Aaron Loop doesn't have any. Jimmy Hergit
2: has like one more after this one.
0: Yeah, well, Jimmy Herget's in triple-A.
2: That's what I'm saying. If they call him up, they, they could only send him down one more time.
0: Is that it? Am that's I missing it. anybody?
2: No, that's it, dude. You've covered the whole the whole rotation is basically holding on by shoestrings at this point.
0: I love that. Yeah, exactly. The, that's the sad thing right now with, like, the bullpen. I mean, like, where it is right now, we started the year with a lot of depth in that bullpen, and now, like like you said, man, it's dwindling away really quick. We got Davinsky up there now, and I think – because he signed a minor league deal. I don't think
2: he has any options. He doesn't. He he um to break down his career real quick, uh, before we get into the next game, um, his stats like this. I mean, he he pitched his first four years from 2016 to 19, pretty much injury free, never had a ERA higher than four and a half, and then he just had arm troubles and he was in the almost tens and elevens and uh very few games played for three different teams before coming to Anaheim. And all of a sudden it looks like he's back to 2016, 17 type Davinsky. And look, that's a diamond in the rough and, and, you know, Epler tried these moves, but for some reason recently, it's been working out a little bit better with Perry, but how many times can we strike gold? with I think, you're, like wrong.
0: I think you're wrong. I don't think Perry's been good at those type of moves, to be honest. Uh not the out of the bullpen and certainly not at the claiming players. I mean, uh, what was his name? Uh last year we called him up from the or we claimed him from the Cubs. Jonathan VR?
2: Oh yeah, he sucked. That but yeah.
0: that's that's a hitter was that a, though. Was that his a... name? That's a hitter. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, I mean, what good bullpen arms have we claimed through Perry? Billy Appler was great at doing it. He was also really good at making under-the-radar pitching moves. Remember Parker Birdwell? We got him from the Orioles for a player to be named later. Yeah. What about when we claimed David Hernandez, and then we traded him away at the trade deadline? He was good. JC Ramirez, he was claimed. He had double-digit wins before he hurt his arm, and he did. I, did he get Tommy John? I think he did get Tommy
2: yeah, John. Yeah, he got Tommy John. Yeah, He's and still, he he's still pitching, which is surprising.
0: I don't think he's pitching in the majors anymore, right? And I think he's... Playing uh, like winter ball somewhere. What was his first name again? Playing uh, J C Ramirez. There you go. Well, will you look that up? or you trying to figure out what he's doing? Let me see who else comes to mind. Uh, we claimed Kirby Yates. He pitched one game for us, then he went on to dominate with the Padres and be one of the best closers in baseball for two years. So that was a great move. Um, there's a there, there's a lot more, and I'm just blanking on them. Bud Norris was a Billy Epler move, and he was a horrible starting pitcher, but we moved him to the back end as a closer, and he did fine as a closer.
2: True. Oh, by the way, J.C. So,
0: I mean, there was –
2: go ahead. I was going to say, J.C. Ramirez hasn't pitched in the majors since being with the Angels, but uh, he he pitched for Nicaragua this year uh, in the World Baseball Classic, so there you go. There you go.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's my point. Billy Epler was pretty decent. Oh, Blake Parker. Blake Parker. That was another one I was looking for. He is very good at picking guys just out of the dumpster, the waiver wire there. And they would come up, be productive members of the bullpen, and they'd either get traded or they'd stick around. Uh, Hansel Robles, that was another one. So you see what I mean. There there was a list of Billy Epler guys who were supposed to be nobodies, came up, did well. We don't have that same kind of – waiver wire success with Perry Manazian. Now, Perry's had a lot more drafting success than Billy Epler. I mean, almost none of Billy Epler's guys have panned out. You know, you've had a pet flash of the pan with Joe Adele, uh, and then he's overall not been great. Obviously, Taylor Ward has finally materialized to something. Maybe Matt Dice has figured something out. He's starting to have a solid stretch here. But Matt Dice has had a solid week or two before. It's can he maintain that lightning in a bottle has yeah. he found the adapter if you will That's i don't know
3: big... i think it's just one of these things where again where we just kind of we hold on to these players because we maybe we do see potential like maybe nevin maybe perry you know sees potential in these players and you know maybe they are hometown kids or something and like we hold on to them and like and we coddle them it's just like oh well let's just give them one more chance it's like, we're like the last chance type of team. And it's just like, no, we can't really think like that anymore, at least not right now, Um, especially with the year, with everybody looking at us this year, you know, knowing that it's Otani's last year, you know, knowing that Trout is on a clock, you know, to be in the playoffs and all this stuff. It's just like, you know, we can't hold on to Thice anymore. We can't hold on to any more of these pitchers, catchers, you know, whoever else waiting for some potential or waiting for gold to strike. Um, you know, like personally, because everybody sees potential in Joe Adele, why don't we trade him away? Why don't we put him and hefo together for a trade package, you know, and try to get try to get a solid fourth outfielder and not Brett Phillips because he could put a hat on somebody. Sorry. Um
0: How dare you.
3: I'm sorry. But you know, it's just like why don't off we off the page? <laughs> okay. Don't kick me off like Randy um and (laughs) we didn't kick him off Courtney I know (laughs) and (laughs) he left on his own accord (laughs) but um it's just it's just one of these things where we we hold on to potential it's like it's like the bad boyfriend that everybody tells us to get rid of and it's just and we still just hang on. like no I can fix them and it's just like no we can't we can't fix them we can't fix dice you know we can't fix any of these pitchers in the bullpen right now we we can't do Relatable it in- for me yeah exactly me too and not
0: with the boyfriend oh god <laughs>
3: <Zinger>. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: with the boyfriend though girlfriend for me it's all right i mean now we heard we
2: heard god. you right the first time fernando go ahead
0: yeah you Oh, and it- <laughs> well, what, what, what do i not know about myself
3: <laughs> but i think it's, it's one of those things where you know, we, we start, we have to start making these moves. And I know the one thing I think that some of our listeners get into us for is like, oh, well, it's only April guys. It's only May. It's not the end of the world. We understand it's not the end of the world hypothetically, but look when September comes and, you know, and maybe hopefully we're a half a game back, a game, a game, a game and a half back we're going to look back to these earlier series that we had, maybe the weaker teams at that point in time, be like, okay, well, we definitely could have won that game. We could have won that Oakland game. We could have won this game, but because we were so busy testing everybody out or giving these second chances, then, you know, obviously now we're out of playoff contention because we want to be heartfelt and wholesome.
2: Yeah. You you got it. I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, the angels have to hello, You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. Exactly. If you're bargain basement shopping, you're you're just playing the game to play it. And the Angels got to come with it. And I think Courtney's right. Fernando's right. And you know he's made some good moves. But again, this is going to test what Perry can Perry can do. Um, I don't think we're going to see Adele in an Angel uniform again. Uh, I could be wrong, but my prediction. Yeah, I. I, My prediction is he's getting traded at the deadline. He's just going to continue to rake down there and then that'll open open things up for other players to possibly come up or you know because let's just face it they got to audition some of these hitters you know to get these uh these pitchers that are going to help whether it's another bullpen arm whether it's another starter you know we we gotta we gotta uh keep adding uh ammo to the gun uh can't can't just let it go dry and run out of bullets so i think uh perry's Perry's gonna use him in his as a trade piece and obviously, we have one too many outfielders or infielders. That could be like what Courtney said too, or a Renifo kind of trade. Hate to see him go, but that could be one of the guys that goes.
0: I want Corbin Burns or Shane Bieber, mm-hmm. and I want Araldis Chapman.
2: That would be a nice pickup for all three.
0: <laughs> I want yeah. them to keep Araldis Chapman from all women. Keep him away from all of them. <laughs>
3: everybody's away from chapman if he ever comes to anaheim who's the disgruntled brewers pitcher right now it's burns burns, Corbin yeah. burns. i want him I yeah want he's him. good
0: yeah he'd be mad Same. When he
1: <laughs>
2: well that was yeah and he
0: grew up an angels fan
2: yeah he did which is
0: how you know he won't come because it's too perfect
2: yeah that never happens the only whenever guy they say
0: we used to be an angels fan was brandon drury
2: yeah whenever they say oh yeah he's an angels fan I'm like no he's not gonna come here um yeah. Oh, well,
0: Garrett Cole, like the angels growing up. No, he didn't, but you know, everyone <laughs> was like, Oh, he's from SoCal. He's going to come
2: here. Exactly. And they go everywhere else, but here, but, uh, all right. So that salted away those first two games that would get us into game three, which was today. And, uh, again, well, oh, good. Oh. No, I
0: was just, I, I thought you were cutting off. So I was gonna be like, Oh, well, yeah. You know, Cause you was like, what happened that game?
2: Oh, my bad. Um, Well, in that game, I'll just get to it real quick. The brooms and uh, something else happened for the fourth game out of five. The Angels led from start to finish just about. So what happened in that one, Fernando?
0: I want to play that sport. I want to do curling. Guys, we should start a curling team.
2: Nope.
0: Why? Why'd you say no, Todd?
2: No, They can't do it, dude. Curling is, is boring, man. Come on now.
0: Is it because your head would be too cold?
2: Yeah, I would. I would definitely need to wear a beanie, protection beanie. <laughs>
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, the Angels won eleven to seven. Griffin Canning did what none of us predicted and uh, won the game. Question mark? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say his pitching was the reason why we won the game, but the Angels did win. And he did win his second straight uh, game uh, for the first time since 2021, I believe. Wow. So yeah. five innings pitch, six hits, five runs. They were all earned. Three walks, three Ks, gave up a home run. And his season in is now
2: 5.31. Yeah, they poured it on in the second and third innings. Uh, four runs in the second, uh, six in the third. Uh, Fog had the big three-run homer. And then uh, it was just lights out. After that, they were dinking and doinking him to death. After that,
0: they were what? Yeah, no, no solid contact. The velo was down.
2: <laughs> dinking and doinking. It was
0: too low. They don't love. They 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 say they say the best velo. <laughs> that was my Donald Trump impression. They love my velo. They say sometimes people say my velo is the best, <laughs> maybe ever. They love my velo. It's- Everyone does. They talk about it all the time. <laughs>
3: oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Um, Aaron Loop also came in, and to say he shit the bed is an understatement. Point two innings pitch, got through two-thirds of an inning. Two runs, both of them earned. I don't think there's much else to see about this guy. He's an ERA of 7.0. Honestly, he just got to eat the contract. He's not helping the team out. The biggest issue we have with Loop is who are you going to replace him with? It's not like Ben Joyce is taking the world by storm currently with the trash pandas. He still has a little bit of stuff to work out. He'll be there. I think he's going to be a solid major leaguer so far. We have to give Perry the benefit of the doubt because a lot of his top picks have panned out, you know, Silseth has, has done well and no, he wasn't a top pick, but um, look at Zach Neto. Dude, the guy's killing it. And we'll talk a little bit about Neto here. Uh, the guy got hit in the finger, proceeded to come back and, had a solid game today. Drove in two runs mm-hmm. with what's for sure a bruised finger still, heavily bruised finger. And
3: two, the guy's two.
0: a gamer, dude. I love Zach Nitto. Guys, guy's just fun to watch. He is a true shortstop. He's a gifted defensive shortstop. He's got a good bat. He is never overmatched. I cannot think of a single at-bat where I've been like, dude, this guy is overmatched. The guy was born to be a major leaguer. I don't think he's ever going to be the major leaguer, but I don't ever see a time either where I I could really see him slumping. I I think he's going to be able to get out of it. I don't think he's going to have these long stretches of uh, issues.
3: He reminds me of Isteris a long time ago. Um,
0: Caesar Isteris?
3: Mycer. Mycer (laughs) Isturis. Oh, Mycer Isteris. Yeah um no I mean I like the way that he plays he's really good defensively I think it's nice having um like a a true shortstop for one because I feel like for the last couple of years we've just been testing people out at shortstop um you know relying on a utility player something to that effect um so I definitely think it's a great he's a great player um the fact that he actually got hit and the fact that he came back the next day and he's not taken a whole 15 day IL, that's amazing to see, um, you know, whether, that, yeah, um, whether that's against going against the athletic trainers, we have no idea. Um, but you know, Hey, the kid wants to play, let him play. Um, as long as he doesn't further injure himself, obviously, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I do think it's a very interesting move that we put him in leadoff. Uh, give, I definitely think it was very shitty of us to put to start him as leadoff as his debut. Um, but I think now that he's had obviously a little bit more time to adjust, um, moving him back into that leadoff. Um, you know, I'm I'm not too sold on it yet but i can see how he's working through it um because obviously we know with ward he was shitting the bed at lead off currently um so i mean i like it i like Neto. don't love him but i like him
2: yeah i think his power is going to come around um you know he's getting in he's get, starting to really make more contact he was very very fresh coming in that new york and boston series a little you know trying to get his feet wet he's playing a lot better now. He seems to be getting a little bit more comfortable in there. So I believe at some point he, he will uh, he will start driving the ball more to the gaps and then maybe over the fence, but we really don't need him to do that. Just get on base. And then his speed is dangerous. Um, You know, he could stretch a single into a double. Uh, So I'm encouraged by what we're seeing from him. And I I, like Fernando said, I like his moxie as well. A dude has got a great uh, temperament on him and he's a gamer. And his throws the first, I mean, dude, I mean, he's only because he had that um, the injury to his finger did he throw a little wide today. Otherwise, I hadn't seen a throw that wasn't perfect that he was throwing either on the run or stationary.
0: Yeah, he's fun to watch. And he's going to be fun to watch in the an Angels uniform for, for quite a while. You know, somebody else was fun to watch is uh, Brett Phillips who got his uh, season oh, Jason, batting average go. to point zero eight three which if that was an ERA, that would be great, but it isn't. It's a batting average. Yeah. <laughs> and This man is uh, finally got the monkey off his back. If you will. He got the 20 uh, holes around the Chris, the 29 year old monkey off his back <laughs> named Rally Chris. I say um, that figuratively, of course,
3: his batting average is still, um, I think is lower than, Ozuna's alcohol blood content. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh,
0: she went there.
2: Yikes! For that yeah, I went there.
0: <laughs> yeah, if uh, your batting average is almost the amount of times that Jeff Hardy's been arrested for a DUI, uh, there's uh, there's a problem there. <laughs> I love that.
2: That yeah, right. man, that is harsh right there, boy they're throwing some shit. but sh- hey, right. he did
0: good enough today to get the Stamos, yeah it was um it was kind of like a pity Stamos because it was you know, I know multiple was. people got one today Todd's <laughs> turning Todd's the one who's converting this man's giving us Stamos at the participation trophies
2: oh I sure am the next, <laughs> next next up is uh Capri sun and orange slices that's going to be the next trophy everyone gets it yeah, all right.
0: Oh, hey, no. that was your joke that you made the first year that we had our page. Remember, you were making the Capri Sun jokes. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Everyone now got a participation. It. Yay!
0: Yep, you got to pull the Grill Master and pull your joke out from three years ago. <laughs> oh, God, no!
2: I hate his jokes. I really do.
0: <laughs> it's okay. We appreciate his support for the
2: page. I almost and that's a problem. Like I get into a to a groove reading the comments, and all of a sudden his name will pop up and I'll start to read it only because I'm reading everyone's comment. And then I'm like, and if it wasn't for, I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch. And then I just move on to the next comment. I'm like, I'm not going to read the next six. And all of a sudden he's in the comment saying, you didn't read mine. Go back, read mine. No, Dick.
0: You did not read my comment today about Madonna and I was upset. <laughs> I'm
2: like, come up with some better stuff and then I'll read them.
0: I said that Grillmaster reuses joke What? What is it? His use. His jokes are more used than Madonna.
2: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. And you, you didn't acknowledge oh. the comment, and then he responded on the comment section by saying, "Does that make me a pre-Madonna?" So <laughs> I thought that was pretty decent. <laughs> oh no! I'll give him. I'll give. I'll give the devil his due. I thought that was a pretty good one.
2: I. <laughs> I still don't. I, don't know, I still don't like those man. He, he needs. You're some- a dad, Todd. You should like these jokes. You you should be here for these. Yeah, but yeah. he's not, and he's pulling off dad jokes and bad ones at that.
3: Yeah, so. they have to be good dad jokes at least. Like you can't be spewing out shitty ones.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's fair. But that's fair. Yeah, but
0: the the Angels eleven to seven win. Griffin Canning. Goes to two and zero with the five point three one ERA. Flaherty got the Nacho Night award for today. He's now two and four with the six point two nine ERA. He gave up a grand total of ten earned runs today, and uh, yeah, he got lit up. He and sure that-
2: did. So what's that? What's that going to give us now? I mean, as far as what our predictions were for this uh, road trip.
0: I predicted 500. I was one game off. I believe Courtney also predicted 500, mm-hmm. which makes her a game off.
2: Uh, Todd
0: I think predicted two out of three, two out of three, right?
2: Yeah, I was half correct. I wasn't anticipating a sweep.
0: Yeah, yeah you-, you got the amount of games right.
2: Yeah. I didn't. But, uh, yeah,
0: you 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 predicted two out of three, two out of three, not a not a almost getting swept and then sweeping.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Well, what are we gonna? What are we think now? Moving ahead, I'll give you the pitching matchups for Texas and the Angels. Dane Dunning goes.
0: Who's our player of the series, guys? Who's oh, our I'm player sorry. Of the series
2: like player of the series. Hmm, uh, that's a tough one.
0: I know who I'm gonna give it to. Primarily for one hit, but I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give him credit where credit's due. Here we go. Mike Trout. Yeah, I was like Michael oh. Nesson, Trout. Okay. Yeah, I was not gonna say Brett Phillips. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking that. I know because you said one guys. I'm not a, I'm not a big Brett Phillips guy. I, I just like the guy's a good guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know Fernando.
2: If anyone's got their honk or their hands around Brett Phillips honk, it's, it's Fernando.
0: (laughs) How dare you! How dare you! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're going to give me oh, emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm going to give it to Mike Trout, man. He, You know, he, he, we we were saying it all year that he just wasn't getting the big hit, and he finally did, you know. People love guys who come through when it matters. I'm a Bronco fan. Tim Tebow came through when it mattered again and again again, for the Broncos. Don't say that to, Don't say that to Randy, though, because he was dog water with the Jets. But with the Broncos, he came through repetitively, right? Mm-hmm. Came through in the clutch. Whenever the team needed a big touchdown, who was there? Tim Tebow. So people love guys who come through, or girls, when it matters. And Mike Trout finally came through. Like Courtney said, it might have been off air, the fact that we can count how many game winning hits he has late in, you know, late in the game on like one hand does tell us something. I mean, the guy's a 278 career hitter after the seventh inning. Great. But how many of those came when the team needed a hit? The guy gets on base when the team needs somebody to get on base. Nobody can ever take that away from Mike Trout. Nobody in this chat here has ever said that Mike Trout's not good. Mike Trout is the best pure baseball player i've seen in my life will that be foreshadowed eventually by otani yeah probably but for the time being otani hasn't shown me on a grand scale that he can continuously do this we're on year two and a half we're on year 11 for Mm drought
3: yeah i mean it's just it's one of those things again where you know even if you don't necessarily look up the definition of clutch like the way we have um you know i've I personally, because I had the time to do it. Yeah, I actually did go back because somebody wanted to troll us and literally throw it in our faces that I think Mike Trout has had 71 RBIs with runners in scoring position in his entire lifetime, Um, lifetime career up until this point. Uh, But that was before uh, today or yesterday's hit.
2: You mean late in games, right? So, yes, late in games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because 71 seems very low for yeah. a career. Pilot.
3: Yeah. Late, in games. late Yeah, exactly. Late in games for an entire career. So, only 71. It was not specified if those were game winning hits. And that was always my critique if those were game winning hits or not, or that give us the go ahead, not the home run. I don't even care if it's a home run, it's the game winning RBI, you know, things of that nature. I went back and looked at it. The last one that he had again before yesterday's game was last year against Seattle in extra innings and I believe that was in June of last year um where he hit the go ahead home run in the 10th inning so we won 4 to 2. Great. The one before that was in 2017. At least the one that I can find and document. Um so and that just goes to show again he is great when it comes to maybe extending the inning, you know, he'll get a walk, you know, that way somebody else can get the hit. But Mike Trout has rarely been the one to get the game winning hit himself. And that's always been He's my also favorite.
0: been intentionally walked many times late in the game yes. to get to guys like our holes directly behind him. So that hyper inflates the on-base percentage. I, I, I can think of like 10 or 15 times where he was intentionally walked to get to pool holes at the end of the game.
2: And then pool holes is like, I got your double play right here.
0: Yep exactly yeah but here's the thing with Pujols Pujols was the definition throughout his career of a clutch hitter yes the bulk of that happened with St. Louis but at the end of the day if you look up clutch in the dictionary you're gonna see Pujols and and David Ortiz's faces there
2: yeah Pujols did have I I know he had more game-winning hits as an angel even than Mike Trout you know, he came through a, there's a lot of games. I've been to a couple of games where, you know, Pulse was the last at bat or he was in the ninth inning and they had like two on nobody out. And he drove one to the gap, scored both runs and we won the game. He's done crap like that, you know? And so yeah. as much as we rag on him, you know, he came through a lot. Like, like Fernando said, you know, he may have hidden into a lot of double plays, but, uh, but maybe he wasn't coming through early in games like trout did, but he sure came through late and, and he would get hits, get on base. They'd have to pinch run for him, obviously, because, um, you know, anyone <laughs> runs faster than he does. But uh, but I'm telling you, uh, that that guy was something else. Uh, but um, I guess my player of the series, I would give it to Trout if he played all three games, but, uh, of course, he had the day off. But I'm going to give it to Neto because he continues to grow as a player, not as in stature as getting any taller. I think he's hit his peak, but uh, the guy just seems to, to get on another level as far as a shortstop. It's like – he just came up there and there was aspirations for other players to be at short. And now people are like, Fletcher who? Renifo who? or Shella who at short? And it's like, no, where's Neto? You know, <laughs> we want our Neto. If he doesn't play, where's our Neto? We always get that when we put on the lineup cards um, and Neto's not in the lineup. They're all, why isn't Neto in the lineup? Well, he's arrived and I don't think he's going down anytime soon.
0: I don't think Courtney
2: gave a pick.
0: I didn't
3: no i skipped
2: her we're supposed to have the woman go first how dare us
3: god damn it you guys are just so disrespectful um <laughs> yeah you <in. laughs>
0: um
3: i know it's hard to give it to Trout again i'm not saying that he got the clutch hit he just didn't play that third game so that's kind of whack um and i also feel like it's not fair to give it to a pitcher because obviously a pitcher only plays one game so there's also that. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a Halo honk. I'm gonna give it to Sandy. I love
0: oh, great, a three-way tie. <laughs> Speaking of participation awards. <laughs>
3: I do want to say, I also do want to add, there was also a point into a uh, back to the clutch thing. I'm sorry, because it really does just grind my gears. There was even a point, I think in the past two years where almost Walsh was more clutch than anybody in our lineup because I remember Walsh getting a lot of game-winning game-winning hits a lot of them happened to be home runs but I was actually I think in 2021 where we were playing the Orioles at home and Walsh had to go ahead um had the walk-off single where Otani scored I was there it was great um you know he was in New York he ended up getting what was that the game-winning grand slam or a game-winning grand
0: slam yeah for oldest Chapman yeah Exactly. That was a game where Otani got his cheeks clapped.
3: Exactly. So there was even a, a small point in time where Walsh was actually one of our more clutch you know, hitters or at least one of your preferred hitters where you would want to have in a clutch situation. Um, so there's that. I miss my Walshy. I can't wait till he comes back.
2: Yeah, hopefully it's soon. Yeah, I this team definitely June needs 1st,
3: him. June 1st was the expected date, but I don't know.
0: We'll I'm see. trying to pull up the probable picture here for the Rangers, but MLB.com has not announced it yet for them.
2: We have, well, I have it right here. It's um, it's gonna be in Game One. It's gonna be our boy uh, Tyler Anderson, who needs a really good start again. He needs to emulate what he did in Milwaukee, and it's gonna be against Dane Dunning, who's two and with a minuscule ERA as well. Okay. And then again. Yeah. Game- then in game two, it's Nathan Evaldi, former Red Sox. Uh, he's actually, let's see, what's his record here? He's three and two to start the season with a low ERA as well. He goes up against Reed Detmers, who's Lost. been scuffling a little bit. And then our favorite, Jose Suarez, will get the nod against Martin Perez, who is four and one.
0: Loss. Give me two out of three. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Give me you're two going... out of three, but it's all right because we're going to lose one out of three. We're going to only win one against the Astros. So.
2: so you're taking two out of three wins or two out of three losses?
0: No, I'm, I'm taking the Rally Chris special
2: here, dog. Oh, okay. What about you, Courtney?
0: Get swept. Swept? We're getting swept. At least you don't have to put your broom away. Well,
2: Just not the good kind of broom. out. Oh man! So yeah, she's not the good
0: broom. You don't want to get. You don't want the angels to get swept. But I mean, she's predicting the angels are going to get swept.
2: Give me the. Know, give yeah. me the good old. Give me the good old rally Chris special too. How
0: do you guys like this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you who's been the most wrong this
2: year. So <laughs> you can either step up or step aside. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my boy Rally Chris. Give me two out of three. Oh my God! All right, so which one's the game we lose then, Todd? Um I'm actually thinking we're gonna lose Saturday uh with Detmires going and we're actually gonna surprisingly win that Suarez game. That's gonna be the one that oh, everybody's gonna be like gonna
0: be lit. El Demente Day is gonna be a a day to behold this time. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this is awful. He's gonna have a no-hitter going into the second.
3: Stop it. Oh, you said going into the we're second. We're gonna
0: begin. Yeah. We're gonna get the Bob Nightingale tweets. <laughs> it's gonna be glorious jose suarez is a perfect game going through the second inning we're two and
2: two-thirds through yeah stay tuned for live updates yeah or it's gonna or we're gonna have maddie v on the call and he's gonna be like history is made here in anaheim i don't think Matt, if he does that does he oh yeah he does he does yeah he does.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no. love it love that for us
2: yeah it's awesome all right
0: well we got two Rally Chrises and one sweep janitor over here.
2: Yeah, one anti-sweep. She gets the broom just to give it right back.
0: Yep, exactly.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts on uh, the series and moving ahead?
0: Uh, No, man, LFG.
2: Let's do oh. it. That would be uh, Let's Fucking Go, Courtney. So I had to translate that for you.
0: I got it. I'm, I'm Ooh, Todd said a bad word, by the way, Todd, I don't think you ever plugged our sponsor. Can't well that waited so long. there was already a commercial inserted by now,
2: yeah, that's what that's what the commercial is on the beginning,
3: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, we're going to
0: lose our spot. Well, anyway, because Todd won't do it, make sure to check out 714 tickets, folks. Use code H-I-T-I. That's HITI at checkout for 10% off. And the best part about that code, speaking about using something more than Madonna, you can use that code again and again and again. Throw another cord in the merry-go-round, gents. Because you can use that code as much as you want. And when you're tired of using it, use it some more. This is That's awful. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> this is use awful. it some more. Gosh, we're, we're, we're awful. We're awful.
3: Good night, everybody.
0: Special <laughs> place in hell safest for people I like guess. <laughs> Special shout out to 714 tickets. Make sure to get your tickets there first with no hidden fees, 5% back, and a 10% off coupon code when you use the code H-I-T-I at checkout. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms and make sure to leave that five-star review. Have a great rest of your day, Halo fam.